Joining me right now back on the show is Bellator lightweight Marcus Surin. What's going on, Marcus? Hey, how's it going? Good good to see you again. Good, yeah, of course, man. Um, I see you got the baby with you. How how old is the baby now? Uh, she's twenty two months. Twenty two wow, months in January. Time flies, huh? Oh definitely, oh definitely. <laughs> I remember uh, uh she was born uh, on uh, January seventh, uh, twenty eighteen and I fought like uh six weeks after she was born. So the time flies. Definitely. Yeah, definitely, man. Well, let's talk about uh your last performance first. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bellator 222 MSG you get the split decision win over a young prospect did the fight play out as you expected it it, it, de- it definitely did um I you know my, my goal was to go in there and um apply the pressure on him you know um I'm the type of guy that likes to uh, push the pace and I felt like pushed a good pace um I gave up a, a takedown early in the in the first round which I was uh well, I was upset on myself but I guess you know, give yourself something to work for. But it went exactly as I paid for. Uh, exact, exactly as I expected. I felt that, you know, he started to fade towards the end. And, you know, I kept the pressure. I was trying to finish in the second. But um, uh, the clock ran out. I think if I would have had some more time, I think the, the ref probably would have stopped it. You know, it seemed like going into this fight, many fans, they were underestimating you a little bit. Because you were going against a much younger guy. Kind of have the same pedigree. Was that in your mind going into this fight? Nah, you know, I, I, I don't mind that. You know, I don't mind being an underdog. You know, I think because because I came into the game a little older um, and a little later, you know, a lot of guys are going to think that, oh, this guy's um, older and things like that. But I don't I don't have that much. Um, you know, a lot of those guys have a lot more wear on their tires. Mm. Only with me, you know, you know I'm, I haven't been banged up or anything like that. So even though I came in a little older, I think I'm still a little more fresh than them. You know, you get a quick turnaround. I think the quickest turnaround of your Bellator career at Bellator 232. It must feel good to actually get a quick turnaround because it's been, you know, long breaks between fights, right? Oh, I, 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 and that's one thing I like. That's one thing I like about Bellator. They always, they always give me the opportunity. Um, I know that uh, they were actually up here in August, and they had booked me for August. But uh, that fight ended up uh, falling through. Uh, my opponent got injured maybe two weeks before the fight uh, happened. So even though then they booked me for the next for the next fight, so they made sure that you know that uh, they get get me fights, which I really appreciate. Yeah, it seems like a lot of guys that you get booked with, they get injured. You know, it's 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 a very common theme the last couple of times, right? No, no, definitely, yeah. So so this is my fourth camp this year. I was supposed to fight in February, uh, the week of the fight. You know, uh, my my opponent came out with injury, so that fight ended up scrap, getting scrapped. I fought in June, and then was supposed to fight in August, and that fight got scrapped. But I think it's 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 part of the game. I think it it happens. You know, with this sport, I think we we train so many different sports just for the sport of MMA, and it's you're you're more susceptible to, for for injuries. So I think it's just a common thing. I, I think of like, you know, you know, Frank is a real good friend of mine, and when he fought Max Holloway. That fight got canceled twice, you know, before they actually got into the cage to fight. So I think it's part of the game, and it's just something that you just have to be um, accustomed to and just expect. Now, with your career so far, you know, you've you've went in there and ran off, you know, two in a row now. Going through all those camps this year, has it been, you know, rough, you know, going through camps? 
throughout the whole year with the, without much break or did you enjoy that period of just training throughout that whole time see, see i personally enjoy it my wife maybe maybe not just <laughs> you know I'm not not as home as often as she, you know i would like and stuff like that but i enjoy it just because you know i'm i'm still learning i'm getting getting better and then also too you know my opponents if they look at my last fight they as as a measurement to see where i'm at they're by the time we fight they're not going to get that same fighter um the only thing that i had to make sure that i did was you know i, I try to tailor my 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 um, training camp so i can peak at the right time mm-hmm. so with me having the fight scheduled to fight in, in, in august and then again scrap i made sure i didn't rush into this training camp because going into this camp i was ready in shape ready to go ready close to weight so i made sure that i didn't rush in just you know focus on strength training focusing on you know timing with work and things like that and then started to add the sparring and stuff like that later on just so i can make sure i peak at the right time other than timing and you know what were the other focuses what are the what did you concentrate more on off camp you know because during camp you're kind of training to for for a certain opponent right but Mm -hmm. out of camp did you get into other aspects of the game or did you add anything to your arsenal? So, especially with the striking is one area that I, I really focus on. Just because um, with striking, I think it, you have to get your, your body accustomed to you know, certain movements and um, get, being in rhythm and things like that. So it's, that's one thing that off, out of camp that I focus on just so that my body can get used to the rhythm, get used to the pace, get, get used to a certain flow. So that once I start camp and once I get into get into um, get into actual fight in the cage, you know, um, it's my 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 body just makes the necessary adjustments because it's used to being in a certain rhythm. Your upcoming opponent is Devin Powell. He's a former UFC lightweight. It's actually probably the biggest name so far in your career. Do you agree with that? Yeah, I I definitely think he's the biggest name. Um, most experienced. I wouldn't say that because um, Ryan Quinn. Um, who you know who I fought my first fight in Baltimore, my my um my only loss. Um, he's very experienced. You know he fights out of ATT. I thought he was like the most experienced guy I fought, but I definitely think that Devin is is definitely the most um, um most established name wise. You know recognizable name that uh, most 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 fighters may, may may know. You know he's returning after more than a year away from the cage. When when a fighter steps into the cage after a long layoff, does it take a little time to kind of get your bearings at the start? You know, you know, I think so. You know, you know, th- there's always that argument about ring rust, and um, I think t- to some degree, yeah. You know, I, I I I know he's a martial artist, so I know he's he's has been training, so I know I don't think that he's gonna be not be in shape and not you know um, be ready for the fight. But I think it does definitely take some kind of. Uh, adjustments getting used to just just being back in there you know the crowd because there's a there's a lot of aspect of being in a cage that you can't simulate in in the practice room you know so like here in the crowd you know stepping on the stepping in the cage and and uh, you know here you know hearing the noise and hearing your coach and stuff like that i think it takes some time to just get get used to and that's why i'm excited about this fast turnaround because since i fought this year you know, I'm, I'm hopefully I'll be able to bounce back, you know, a lot quicker than, um, than I normally have. I know you have a hectic schedule during training camp. 
you know, during the last two camps, have you made any adjustments, you know, any changes to the schedule that you keep? I think the biggest thing is like knowing, knowing myself and my body, because I, you know, I, I try to make sure that I get, you know, uh, with my schedule, sometimes I worry, am I putting enough time in for, for training? But like, I know I'm not lazy. So if there are days that I feel tired, I make sure that I say, you know what, let me take a day off just so I can rest just so I can, uh, I would like to recuperate because I want to make sure that when I step in, step into any room for, for my training that I'm putting forth the best, best effort. You know, I don't want to go in there late, go in there tired. So I tell myself, you know, you're, you're fatigued. You're not being lazy, you know? So that's one of the things is listening to my body when I need to take a certain, uh, rest. Are you incorporating any like technology for that? Or is it just, you know your body well enough to where you're like, okay, I need to just take the day off and, and just like spend some time with my family. So the, the, the biggest advantage I think I have over majority of the fighters is that my wife is a physical therapist. So, <laughs> so she, she definitely it helps me out with, you know, making sure that I'm stretched properly, making sure that even little things like, you know, if I'm, my muscles are sore, you know, she's, um, using tapes and bands and stuff like that to allow my muscles to recuperate. Um, she helps out with my strength training. So like, you know, if I'm, if I, if I feel certain things like certain, um, certain things with my legs and stuff like that, she'll say, well, I think you need to strengthen your hips. I think you need to strengthen your hamstring. You know, so there's little things about my body that, you know, that I take for granted and just don't know. And because of her knowledge as a physical therapist, you know, she definitely helps me out in, in that aspect. Well, a secret weapon right there. Yeah, you know, there's a couple guys I've spoke to in the past, you know, where uh-huh. their wife is involved in the medical field, and it does give them a huge advantage because when they go uh-huh. home, they have someone there that they could ask questions directly to, and they don't have to go online and start like doing online doctor, you know, doctor dot com or whatever, right? No, for sure, for sure. Don't give me the comment that you know she's off the clock when I come home, but she <laughs> she, she still helps me out though. Yeah. Now going in, you know, against Devin Powell, you know, what do you see as your strengths heading into this fight? So the, my thing that I'm, I'm I'm hoping to put forth is I want to set the pace early. You know, he's Dev, Devin's a he's a fighter. You know, if you watch if you watch um his fight his if you watch his fight he got he had got signed on the UFC from um you know Dana White looking for a fighter, and in that fight he was losing, and he came back and. And um, and uh, won the fight, and he has this kind of toughness that you know, you have to be born with. So my thing is, I want to set the pace early. You know what I mean? I, I want I want to make sure that I'm in, I'm in the right rhythm, and I you know, and also just can't get pulled into like a firefight. You know. So basically, you know, you're in there to put the pressure on and overwhelm them, and just put that cardio into use, right? Oh, correct. Yeah. That's I, I think that's my best my best um, attribute is is my cardio. I believe in it, you know. Um, I, I I train to make sure that I push myself at um, uh, as as much as I can. And I, and for the most part, I think I have you know iron lungs, and you know I think that I I can outwork most 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 fighters. Even it at seems 30. like yeah, it seems like a a lot of fighters that do have that characteristic. They last longer throughout their career. You know, you see guys like Frankie Edgar, guys like uh, Max Holloway. They've have been very successful with those big gas tanks. 
Yeah, and you know, it, it, I, and I, I, I want to say I have to thank uh, wrestling for that. You know, wrestling is mm-hmm. one of those sports that once you get in a rhythm and a grind, you know, you you know how to push the pace, and it's like one of those things that but they, what they call breaking in wrestling, they call it breaking an opponent. So like that's one thing that you know when I wrestled collegiately, that was one thing that we did. You try to break your opponent, you try to keep a certain pace, and it's one of those things that you know you do get tired, but you understand that being tired is part of 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 fighting. So you understand that okay, I'll push to get the second win, the third one, and things like that. You know, after this fight, do you plan on shutting it down for the rest of the year with the holidays coming up and you have a family or you're like, okay, I need to get back in there. You know, recently they just announced that Bellator is going to Japan. We talked about this last time, you know, Fedor versus Rampage. That's like a once in a lifetime opportunity right there to fight on a card like that. Is that something that is in your mind or, you know, I know you're smiling right now, but (laughs) you just stole the words right out of my mouth. Obviously, I'll have to discuss with my wife, but yeah. that would be enough to be on that card. I, the last time I've been in Tokyo once, it was um, in uh, 2012 when um, yeah. Frank fought uh, Benson Henderson in the first fight. And um, to watch uh, the Japanese fans, um, to witness those Japanese fans watch MMA, it was amazing. It was out of this world. Just, just, just their pure knowledge of understanding positions and things like that. So if I had the opportunity to be on that card and uh, fight in Japan, um, I definitely would, li- would, would definitely would like it. Yeah, but Christmas was- in Japan with your family doesn't sound too bad, right? No, New Year's Japan can't beat yeah. that, right? Yeah, definitely, especially if they're paying for it. Yeah, yeah, no, of course, of course. Now, it would be an honor. Like I said, I, w- I was there in 2012, had an amazing experience. You know, with with um with the fights there, fights there, you know, Japanese fans were were amazing to see how they embraced uh, the sport, and I would that would be that would be an honor. And then Fedor Rampage, former Pride, mm. on. Yeah, definitely. Um, now you know th- this year is coming to a close soon. You got 2020 coming up. Where do you want to be sitting at the end of 2020 in your career in the lightweight division for Bellator? Um, I hope hopefully you know. After this um, this year, you know, I get a, a few wins. I definitely would want to fight, you know, a bigger name guy. No one in no one in particular, but you know, going into twenty uh, twenty twenty, you know, with opportunity with one of their well established names. You know, I would definitely love to get get a fight with them because at the end of the day, I always want to test my martial arts. You know, see if I'm at that level. So that would be my goal in twenty twenty to to fight one of their more established fighters. And I also heard some rumblings about a, a lightweight tournament Bellator might have next year. So if you set yourself up, you might be able to get into that, get a slot oh, de- in there, right? No, definitely. That you know, I, I would. That that's definitely something I, I would have said. But obviously, you know, there 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 are other guys in 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 the division that have put you know established a name for themselves. So I think before then, I probably would have to beat one of their one of those guys. But I think I would want to to fight one of those guys and then if i can get into the tournament that's heck yeah i would i would love to be in a tournament because that gives you fight you'll be active which i want to be and then who wouldn't want a million dollars right yeah man it's it's incredible what bellator is doing right now the 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 different aspects of the game and like different things that they're incorporating into these tournaments and it's it's fun to watch 
man it's gonna be good to see you back in the cage october 26 bellator 232 not too far from where you live thank you marcus man for the time i appreciate it. yeah it's not too far from where i live you know nick newell is gonna be um is gonna be fighting on that card he's he's a good friend of mine someone i train with you know we train this camp together so it's gonna be it's gonna be really good 